I decided to follow your lead about the green tea. Sounds good. Uh, at any rate. We, we did actually do a podcast. What do you think it should be about? I've already I've already um, sent you this idea, and I still stand by this is this yeah. is the right. Keep talking. I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I thought you meant you were going to go inside and uh, and not be able to hear me, and that's why you wanted me to keep talking. But inside uh, home. huh? Inside who? No, in inside the oh, house. Yeah. Inside you. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay, so my idea, um, working title would be Michael Explains Dumb Internet Shit to actually, no, actually a better title would be I Explain Dumb Internet Shit to Jesus. (laughs) No, and it's every episode is just I explain like something really, really fucking stupid that's happening on the internet. And I explained it to you. Like, um... Oh, God, yeah. Like, uh, okay, so somewhere in Southern California, there was a a Hispanic truck driver. He was driving his truck in the... um, um, In rush hour, right? Yeah. So he's in rush hour, and he's got his hand out of the window. And by the way, let me let me just preface this. I'm not making this up. This is 100% a true story. I, I saw it. Yeah, you watch your hand. So, <clears throat> Mexican truck driver. And he's like, he was like an immigrant, um, you know, barely spoke English, just moved to America, worked hard to prepare, you know, to take care of his family, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so he's a truck driver. And uh, established that. Yeah. He's, he's in, in traffic. <laughs> Okay, we'd have to do the uh, podcast sober, obviously. Nah. And he's he's in traffic, and he's got he's resting his arm outside of the car, and he's just like naturally resting his arm in like this, right? Mm-hmm. You see this? Okay. Yeah, your hands outside of the car. Gotcha. Like this. Someone so, else. Show me again. Okay. So, <laughs> another guy in traffic takes a photo of it. And um, posted on Twitter and says something like, disgusting um, white supremacy is everywhere in America. You know, hashtag woke, hashtag. Um, because the arm was white. No, because he was doing this. That circle thing with a thumb and index finger? Like that? Because it looks like the OK sign. Which the OK uh-huh. sign, which the OK sign... The white nationalists use um, as a, a signifier of white power, and I forget the exact. There, if you if you if you Google OK sign white power, you'll see why. But basically, no. The idea is that if you make the OK sign, yeah, it's a it's a dog whistle for white nationalism amongst <laughs> the KK. I'm not making this up. So the guy posted this on 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 Twitter. Uh huh. And also posted the name of the um, company that the guy uh, drove the truck for. It went viral, and the guy got fired. 
This is a Mexican who like barely speaks English, right? <laughs> and okay. all of a sudden he's fired he's fired for being a member of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> this barely you know, this this Spanish speaking Mexican and um, I mean, it went hugely viral, and everyone's like, "This is disgust. This is this is Trump's America." Blah blah blah. And just to be clear, you're a white person saying this. Mm -hmm. Oh right yeah, now. yeah. And the so, guy who the guy who complained was a white person. <laughs> yes. And so a brown arm. Uh huh. Going okay. Well, no, he was he was a fair skinned Mexican. That was the problem. Oh shit! Stupid fair skinned Mexican. Uh huh. <sighs> Never learn. Never learn. Damn sexy fair skin. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. So the guy got fired. He lost his job over this. Oh, I obviously. Mean, yeah. And like not only was he never on Twitter, like the dude barely spoke English, so he had no idea what the fuck is going on. So he wasn't on Twitter. He wasn't aware. Yeah. And he got fired immediately. Yes. He got fired Wait, immediately. How immediately? Like uh within a day. And the <laughs> someone the company the company issued a public apology. We do not tolerate racism of any kind. This person has been uh, let go from our bubble. Wait, bubble. what if he was like hanging out his hands like this, like doing a Nazi sign, <laughs> like going right just outside, like stretching my fingers? Well, he probably would have got fired twice. Oh, or a promotion, because. Jesus Christ, that's a ridiculous reason of firing someone. This isn't this isn't the worst. This isn't the worst case of social media cancellation I could tell you about. There's the uh, there's the political science um, analyst um, who got fired for Wait. referencing the research of a black man who got fired. Sorry, racism. a political scientist who's I'm assuming working at a university. Of it's a different. Now. That's a, that's a different story. It's a different story. Let me let me finish the truck driver first. That's what she said. Uh, so the truck <laughs> God, let me finish. Um, let me finish. So, truck driver finish. got fired. Let me finish. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, the guy who originally posted this posted again, um, saying that he regretted he regretted the post because he didn't know that that driver was um, Mexican, but. But he was still right to post it because we cannot tolerate West, uh, we cannot tolerate white nationalism of any kind, and so it's better to be safe than sorry. Basically. So, what's a safe position for my fingers to be if I put it outside the car? I would say inside a twelve-year-old. <laughs> probably at this point, probably the safest because there Wait, is twelve-year-old boy or twelve-year-old girl. It depends on what um, it depends on what gender you identify at. Uh, as at that moment what if i was fluid well it depends on you know are you identifying as a girl or a boy at that situation i don't know i'm fluid i'm identify as a glass i guess well if you identify as a glass and that's fine i mean you know well it, it i guess it depends on whether you think the glass is half empty or <laughs> i thought the glass was not full enough of beer it's never full enough of beer Anyway, so this guy, yeah, and, and dude, and this happened, like, shortly after the, this was shortly before the, the term cancel culture became a big thing. Sorry, wait, when was this? You're explaining internet to me, because maybe I, a year I am ago. Jesus, and I legit have no idea at the timeline what we're talking about. When did this you, happen? You work more than four hours a week, so you weren't as clued up on this bullshit as I am. This happened eh, about a year and a half Question ago. Question a little, not sure. 
This happened about a year and a half ago. So, oh, actually, a little more. It could have been like two years ago. Twenty uh, twenty. Yeah, I think it was like mid late twenty twenty something like that. Anyway, work sucks. Yeah, um, but that's right, let's talk about work another time. Not okay. as bad. Not as bad as the political science researcher. So this was a guy. He had a degree in. He was a quant. He was a quant researcher who was working for a political, like far left political think tank okay. during Black Lives Matter. Wait. Huh. What? What? Huh? There are many things you could be hawing about. Black Lives Matter. When? Huh. Twenty twenty. This was the choking the black dude. This was after the black dude was choked. And there were the protests. And there was a debate on Twitter. There was a debate on Twitter of whether the protests would actually affect positive Wait, social change or not. There was a debate whether choking a black dude was bad? No, 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 no. Okay. Black dude was choked. Got that. Mm -hmm. That was pretty obvious. There were, yeah. there were Black Lives Matter protests afterwards. Okay. During the protests, uh -huh. there was a debate on Twitter as to whether the protests would bring about positive or negative social change. Not whether choking the black dude was bad or not. No, every, I think everyone agrees. Even bad. even like Ben Shapiro agrees. Though the choking the black guy was no bueno. Really? I, I Yeah. I, dude, I think even David Duke was like, yeah, it's a bit much. That was... Wait, what, was did black guy, what did the black guy do again? Why was he choked? Uh, he tried to use a counterfeit bill to pay for something. What? Like a Ferrari? We're getting way, way, way... That's not the point. That's okay, totally sorry. irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. Anyway, <laughs> after that happened, when there were the Black Lives Matter protests in America, um, there was a debate on Twitter of what kind of protests would actually bring about positive social change. Mm -hmm. And there was a debate... This was, again, during the um, defund the police thing. Defund? Okay, like so... Take away uh, their guns? So hardcore... No, hardcore left-wingers in America were saying that there should be no police. Abolish the police was a hashtag. That's stupid. Yeah. There should be no police in America at all because the police are an inherently racist thing. And no, so... I mean, police in my country were like, awesome. Shut yeah. up. Let Kill me finish everyone. the story. Just, hey, wait, what was that in your head? It's like... Is that a pipe? Bang. I'm sure growing up in your neighborhood, you must have been terrified of the police. No, I grew up in a rich neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's this big debate in America about like, okay, we should defund the police. There should be no police. Police suck. Um, we need to protest to bring about social change. By the way, the murder rate increased about 300% after this happened. That's a lot of percent. Different story. It's, it's That's like 300. One more than anyone would accept well anyway. any normal being would accept this is anyway so there was a debate there was a debate on twitter like about a... how effective the protest would be can we dive into that term like debate like every side was informed what no, no one was informed. This is fucking dumb culture war bullshit. No one was informed about jack shit. This is pure reactionary, okay. dumb American hysteria. It was ridiculous. But so what happened? And one of the crazy things was that uh, there's a great meme that was uh, going around where <laughs> CN of our lives, eh? CNN, uh, CNN was reporting on the Black Lives Matter protests. And they said, and there was a picture and there was a journalist, there was a reporter, uh, with, you know, with the microphone talking. And at the bottom, it said, mostly peaceful protests, 
um, mostly peaceful protests in Minneapolis, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the journalists, and in the background, there's like fires just everywhere fire 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 yeah like literal fires like literal fire literal like he's he's behind him is all just a wall of red flame okay i'm not making this up you can look it up so while all this was happening there was a um red fires cnn okay cnn blm Peaceful protest. Peaceful. Should I put quotes in peaceful? No, just peaceful. <laughs> peaceful protest. An image search? Image. Holy fuck, you're yes. not kidding. I wasn't kidding. There's a black dude with like red. It's not. Yes. Photoshopped or anything? No, this is not Photoshop. This is. Honestly, God, but mostly peaceful protest after yeah. police shooting. Yes, fiery but mostly peaceful protest. Where's the mostly side? I like the other side. Of the <laughs> camera. <laughs> like... <laughs> so while this was all happening, there was a big debate on Twitter about like, well, maybe actual actually rioting. Oh, there's the peaceful part. Like on the other side of the country, there's a white background where it's <laughs> sunny, and there's no fire. So while okay. this was all happening. Okay. There was a guy, a white guy, um, who, um, he he had like a ridiculous resume. Like he was a PhD in data science from Stanford or something like that. Just ridiculously um, educated intellectual, and he was working for a far left think tank. And there was oh, a far left, like... very far. And there was a there was a thread on Twitter where they were discussing like, um, can violent protests and riots? Wait, act- I just want to, you know, clarify this. They're both left-handed. You're not going to let me finish the story, are you? So, you're God, you're such an asshole. It's going to be so far left. This is why I smoke. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let me. Can I fucking finish the story? That's what you. <laughs> but seriously, though, like. Dude, shut up. Just okay. let me finish. Just let me finish. Okay? Right. It's not going to take long if you shut the fuck up. Actually, if you shut the fuck up, it's going to be done pretty quickly. <laughs> That's what she said. Many times. <laughs> so, so there's this thread on Twitter like, okay, can oh violent... Can violent, I was so gay, I'd make lots of funnier comments for that. But. Can violent protests and riots actually bring about positive social change? So this guy, who's like an MIT, Stanford, whatever, PhD data scientist for a far left think tank which is so far left that they're super left-handed okay. very far and um so he chimes in he says well uh there was a study done um that shows that actually violent protests lower popular approval of your cause so the more violent a protest is the less that the populace um, approves of your cause. And what does that matter? This, this And this study was done by a black man. Okay. And the white guy was quoting this study by this black guy, basically okay. saying that violent protests make um, the general public less sympathetic to your cause. Okay? You with me? so far, yeah. Yeah. And then... More a, violence, more protests. What? No. The white guy quoted... 
a study by Black Eye that said that violent protests make the general public less sympathetic okay. to the cause. So the more violent it is, the less believable it would be for people watching. It's it's not it's it's not relational. It's not proportional. But basically more violent protests result in less sympathy. Less violent protests result in more sympathy. But the relationship is not proportional. Yeah, but what does that say though? Oh my god, can you let me fucking get to the point? Okay. The point is White guy quoted a study by a black guy saying that more violent protests result in less public sympathy for yeah. your cause. Mm -hmm. And I then shut the fuck up. And then a black guy, like, and then a black guy, and then a black guy. This is why we can't have a podcast. And then the black, and then a, a totally random black guy who has like you know a thousand followers, basically nobody, responded responded to the thread, and. Uh, quote tweeted this this academic's employer and and basically said hey come get your boy which is basically twitter speak for you know this guy has gone too far okay. um he needs to be chastised okay. within 24 hours he was fired who the white guy the white guy the... the white guy was fired for citing um, a study done by a black guy suggesting that more violent protests result in less popular um, sympathy. And and the guy is like far left. He's very, very liberal, very left wing. And he was simply pointing to a study. And if you look like at his, his account, yeah. he was very liberal, very left wing. Guy. Yeah. But also very analytical and very data driven. Okay. But basically... Because of that one tweet, he got fired. Really? Fired. Yeah, immediate, within 24 hours. Because some random black guy said, come get your boy. And I guess they got, his, they got their boy. The boy was God. The boy was very much God. So if this isn't evidence that, like, you know, cancel culture is a thing and has gotten to a ridiculous anti-intellectual level, then, like, I don't know what it is. That is pretty fucked up. I mean, like, we, we haven't even gotten to the whole trans thing. When, when you start talking... Oh, before we go into the trans thing, I'm just like... Really? And you're a white dude saying this, that just, uh... Got to a point that it was so bad that someone of the wrong color cited a study <clears throat> that of the right color did. Mm -hmm. was enough mm -hmm. to end that man's career. Yeah. Who was that man out? Like, well, the thing is, I don't know. That's a good question because I don't know what, what's happened to his career since then. But... Um, what is his name? Do you remember? I could, I, could, I could look it up if I really yeah. gave a fuck. But I no, it's like, fine. I, I give a fuck. It's, that's interesting for me. What's his name? Like, sorry, what's the Jesus story I should look up? Christ. Um, Jesus Christ. No? Okay. Oh. Jesus Christ, also referred to as Jesus of Nazareth. No? Wrong story? This is why we can't have a podcast. Yeah, that's not a point, though. So, what? What are my surnames to Google? Like, um, what? Black dude? No, dude! I would have to look it up, because 
I'm not. I'm not sure what terms you can use. White guy quotes. White guy quotes. Quotes. Study from black guy about <laughs> violent protests um, have less public support. Twitter. Violence. Yeah, I'm gonna stop you there. Think tank. That's not. God, there's literally nothing. First result from white guys quote black study. I would have to dig it up. I would, I would have to dig Wait, it up. Sh shut up. White guy quote study black guy violent protests. The first result I get from brute to thug, the, the demonization and criminalization. Note to self, second result, no. white people taking part in Black no. Lives Matter protests. No. There's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry dot dot dot. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, we're using the wrong search term. I would, I would have to dig up the guy's name and the the um, think tank and so on and so forth. That's just fucking sound though. Like some dude who remember was legit trying to do his job. Trying to do his job, and also he was like completely rational. And calm and really yeah. data driven. This is like kind of you know the autist stumbling into a highly emotional. You know, this is the tip of the iceberg. I mean, I could give you so many, so many examples of ridiculous. Which is that was the point of the whole podcast. We could create a podcast where I could, I could describe to you, just the most ridiculous, stupid shit that happens on the internet, that becomes. A big fucking deal, despite being ridiculously nonsensical, just absurdly stupid. Because what what's at play here isn't really logic or the merits of the argument or anything like that. It's much more. It's much more complicated and it's much more money driven. You know, it's really about. You know, I I wrote I wrote a blog post about this eight years ago that's quite a while 2000 i was i was actually looking at it yes i was looking at it yesterday because it, it related to the report that i wrote 2013 14 14 eight years ago i can i can math sure yeah it's a problem that's what she said they teach good um <laughs> but basically there's been, had a few good graduates yeah there's been there has been this um Yeah. That's a ridiculously large timeline between shows, though. audience of either of cable news really? and yes 10 times 
He's getting fourteen million, and um, you know the average cable news um, uh, pundit is getting one point four million. Three hand jobs, if he gets from there. So, okay, let's power through that. Yeah. As the shift goes towards <sighs> more independent media, the old guard freaks out, reacts by trying to cancel. Doing whatever they can. So after after the COVID misinformation thing about Joe Rogan, what's this? When was what the Joe Rogan thing? I'm so out of the loop. Right. Um. Well, I mean, it. it no, because I'm vaccinated until the third. basically two weeks ago. I'll take the fourth if they say two let me. Ago. Two okay. weeks ago, the Joe Rogan controversy really lit up, and then uh, fourth vaccine. I'll take the fourth vaccine to ask if I have to. Yeah. And then. Uh, Actually, yesterday or two days ago, two days ago, um, another media outlet uncovered a video that is a compilation of Rogan using the N word. Nutella. Yes. According to Tim Dillon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which sometimes it's Nutella. Yeah. But here's the thing: <laughs> is that in all of those quotes, it's not him actually calling black people nigger. It's him quoting other people using the word nigger. Why wouldn't he call someone nigger? Then? Now, do you remember? Do you remember when the CEO of Papa John's Pizza uh, was kicked off the board? Of course not. Okay, so this is a couple. We see named Papa John. Couple of years ago, okay. Papa John's, um, Papa John, <laughs> founded Papa John's Pizza, was kicked off the board of Papa John's Pizza. Because um, when they were talking about marketing strategies, he said something like, this is a bad idea. This is as bad as if uh, we were to call black people niggers. And he said that in a board meeting, and that was enough to get him fired. He was fired because he said it was a bad idea to call niggers niggers. Yes. Which yeah. I can say because I'm... you got to pass. I gotta you got to pass from your brother-in-law. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is <laughs> Are you serious? Dude, this is the level of insanity. It's gotten to a level of which obviously So what can I say? Like, honestly, I think the safest thing is to just say nothing to any American at all. Just stay away from Americans. Wait, what just if fucking stay No, away. what if like I'm an I'm a minority and I just want to say something? What? I can't complain like, "Oh, I'm Filipino. You're calling black guys niggers." No. And, you're, and you're calling my countrymen no, like they're, they're, fake Mexicans. No, there, there, there have been cases of Asians being canceled because um, because of the N word. So no, you you couldn't do that. Really? Yeah, dude. Identity politics because it's gotten weaponized. Basically, what it, what is happening is and that that's a little cigarette in your hand. Nice, dude. You gonna give me shit for smoking your cigarettes? Really? No, I'm going to give you shit for saying you don't smoke anymore, but... Oh, I don't! <laughs> I don't! Hey, Except when I stress you out. No. Hey, I, I did not smoke anything until you were here. But you're here, cigarettes are in front of me. That's how it goes. C'est la vie. Get another beer, fucker. That's what she said right now. That's rarely what she says. Yeah, I think that's the opposite of what she says. Yeah, she would say, get more water. <laughs> <laughs> or, don't drink more beer. Anyway... <laughs> that I think that's what she said <laughs> more than anything stupid whore anyway moving on uh, we've gotten to a point 
I mean, the best way to think about it is it is weaponized identity politics where you are constantly trying to defend a shrinking pie by attacking the others. And this, the reason why I can identify this so Sorry, easily, shrinking pie. I'm, you're probably diving into your whole terrain about that. Shrinking pie of what? Shrinking pie of Ad words, I can say? Ad revenue. Really? Ad, Ad revenue. revenue. Yeah. So the words, the shit words I can say is limited by Ad revenue. So, 10 years ago, Google and Facebook had about 10% of ad spend, of ad revenue in America. That's quite a bit. Uh, 10% of what? Total, of the total ad spending in America, 10% went to Google and Facebook 10 years ago. Which is how much? Uh, $120 billion. So back then they they were getting about $12 billion. That's not a small amount of money. I'm not done. Now, they get 80% of $160 billion. That's $80 billion. My math is correct. You said 50% of $160. No. Okay, so they used to get 10% of oh, 80% of $160. Now they're getting 80% of $160. That's like a lot more money. Okay. All these premium publishers, they have lost ad revenue to Google and Facebook. It's become a zero, it went from a non-zero-sum game. There's a famous story of uh, the CEO of CBS. He had a meeting with um, the CEO of Google. And CEO of Google went to uh, visit um, uh, Les Moonves, the CEO of CBS at the time, and came and um, you know, sh- showed this plan of all this way they were going to use data to improve um, TV advertising mm-hmm. and get more dollars. And Les Moonves uh, you know, saw the presentation and then um, he said, guys, don't fuck with the magic. This is like a famous story in the advertising world. Don't fuck with the magic. Because What's the magic? Well, the magic was is that, you know, the TV, the TV industry was getting a ridiculous amount of money without proving ad ROI, without hardcore quantitative metrics. It was really all based on very, very fast and loose measurements of performance and and metrics that were very, very um, uncertain, to say the least. Right. And the Google guys are coming in and saying, hey, we're going to quantify all this. We're going to make it all attributable and, uh, you know. Quantifiable or whatever mm-hmm. shit, yeah. And this move is like, don't fuck with the magic. Well, Google said, well, they didn't say this explicitly, but after that meeting, they were like, okay, well, fuck you. We're going to do it anyway. They did. They ended up stealing a shitload of the revenue. Facebook came in, stole a shitload more, to the point where now the TV industry is an afterthought in the ad business, uh, where all the money has started flowing to Google and Facebook. And I have made my career tracking this. Like my job for the last ten years has been tracking the pace at which this transition has been happening. And the legacy industry has tried various ways of responding to this. The most recent and most effective one has been this culture war thing of like, well, you know, you're using okay. the N-word. and So that's how this ties into this whole mm-hmm. thing we were talking about. What were we talking about earlier? Cancel culture.
culture. Oh, right. Cancel culture. Right, 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 right. This is why cancel culture exists. Because it benefits these legacy players who can leverage it to um, basically say, you know, we are the better bet and put your money with us instead of putting your money with um, mm-hmm. with Google and Facebook. You know, that one's burning. Like, all the way across. And I said, oh, we killed it. Moving on. Okay, that's how this tied into that. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's what's going on. And why is George Floyd choked? Because there was a racist cop in Minnesota. Oh, right. Yeah. Totally unrelated then. But easily leveraged and capitalized upon. Sucks. So is there anything I can say? Like, just like... Can I say that I'm brown and... Like tacos, or <laughs> something. Yeah, I think you could say you like tacos. I think that's oh, okay. I like tacos. I love tacos. Different kinds. Yeah. So this has basically been my job for the last ten years is tracking this trend. And I mean, it's it's gotten it really started to get silly with with Trump because what happened was with with when Trump won. Legacy media was like, okay, this is this is how we can attack Facebook. Facebook spread fake news. There was a Russian misinformation campaign. Uh, you know, it was Putin um, trying to manipulate the American public, which has been proved proven to be false. Like that was just not, like Putin You're saying that American public is just stupid and just fell for it. No, basically, no, oh, yeah, I'll, no. I'll vote for Trump because. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was that they were basically making this argument that Putin was using Facebook to fool American voters. But that isn't what happened. Um, if you look at the data, the amount of ads that came from Eastern Europe were a tiny percentage of engagement. And the vast majority of that actually comes from uh, click farms in Moldova, which has nothing to do with Basically, the whole narrative about a Russian misinformation campaign has been disproven definitively. So basically, the Americans just voted Trump in because they were idiots. No, Americans voted Trump in because they wanted to burn the system to the ground. Because you've had, you know, West Virginian coal miners for the last 40 years have seen their standard of living go down and down and down and down. No one has given a fuck about them. And they wanted to say, you know, fuck you to the system. And Trump basically came and said, hey, Drain the swamp. You know, I'm going to say fuck you to the system, and they were duped. They were duped by a grifter. the The thing is, they they put their faith in him because they were desperate and they had no other option. Basically, is what happened. Candace Owens. Yes. Yeah. Basically, it's the Uncle Tom kind of uh, kind of play. And um, the problem is that the American media hasn't realized that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Or if they have, they're ignoring it and still trying to pursue this narrative of, you know, there are these evil, evil uh, people who are leading Americans astray. And so they went from, you know, Facebook is evil for spreading misinformation to now Joe Rogan is evil for spreading misinformation. And the reason is that, you know, Facebook seeing their audience, that's done. That's over. There's no way they can reclaim that. But now what's been happening is that Joe Rogan 
other independent content content creators have been stealing viewers from CNN, mm-hmm. MSNBC, CNBC, yeah. so on and so forth. And so now they're pivoting to try to attack him. With respect to the information, yeah. quote-unquote, that he's spreading. It's basically, I mean, the, the way to think about it is when, when you hear, when you see all of these stories saying that Joe Rogan is evil and spreading misinformation, yeah. and like the New York Times and Washington Post are saying that, it's basically like Coke saying that Pepsi tastes bad. Which it does, FYI. It's basically an attempt to attack your biggest competitor. Okay. And that's what they're doing now. And that's what they tried to do with Facebook. They tried to do it for years, and it failed. And now they're trying to do it with Joe Rogan. I don't yeah. know how this is going to work, you know, play out with Joe Rogan. Yeah, but how are they going to play it out for someone who's like me, who's been drinking Coca-Cola all of my life? And they're going to say that Pepsi's better. Like, how are you going to say to someone who's been drinking the same shit most of their lives that drinking is shit. You're drowning in the sand that you're putting in your mouth. What are you, how, are you, how will we counter that? I don't know. I don't know how this is all going to play out. All I know is that the, the stated debate is um a smokescreen for what's actually happening. And what's actually happening is that there is a fight for ad dollars. Yeah. That has gotten very vicious, very disingenuous, and very dishonest. But there's kind of a vicious cycle to it that the more that the the more that the popular media makes this disin- disingenuous argument, the more that the, the populace, you know, most people can see through this. Like they can tell this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the more that the mainstream media does this, the less credible they are. And the more that's going to pull people towards like an alt media alternative, which is going to make the mainstream attacks more vicious, which is why, you know, they first started attacking Joe Rogan about COVID disinformation. And then after that, they went for, well, he used the N word. The most recent thing that I saw this morning is that he was laughing when a, um, a guest who was a comedian who was an MC at a, of a comedy club talked about how he used to force women to give him a blowjob so that they could go on stage. And Joe Rogan laughed about this. So now he's a sexist who is facilitating rape. That's the next stage you're going to try to attack him. So it's just going to go on and on and on and on. So they're just going to keep trying to attack him more and more and more to the point where, you know, Spotify is going to feel obligated to to respond but if they do respond you know if they if they kick joe rogan off basically lose a hundred million dollars by kicking him off but they're still going to have to pay because they're contractually obligated to they're going to lose a shit shitload of money Mm -hmm. rogan will most likely go somewhere else possibly even create his own media platform much the same way that happened with trump after Trump was kicked off Twitter, he raised $3 billion for a SPAC to create his own media company. Yeah. Um, and then they'll move on to the next target, and the next, and the next, and the next. But the audience is going to keep drifting away from the mainstream media because the problem with the mainstream media is that they, they have this kind of paradox where, and I wrote this in my report um, the other day, 
the most banal content attracts the least banal prices, which is to say the most dull, um, non-controversial content attracts the highest ad dollars because it's not controversial. So advertisers will happily spend on it. More demand equals higher price point. So that's probably what's going to keep happening. So either they kick Joe Rogan off or they don't. But either way, the media is going to pivot towards attacking someone else and attacking someone else and someone else. But doesn't really tackle the question of what the fuck is misinformation and which is not. Well, that's, that's the rub, is that Rogan is totally spreading misinformation. Like, everything he said about the you know, vaccines, like, he's, he's wrong about the vaccines. Like, he's had on his podcast these crack grifters who say that the vaccines are dangerous when they're not. information is true. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. He basically said, like, one of the things he said is that if you're a young male and you uh, get the vaccine, you have a higher chance of getting myocarditis than if you get COVID, which is not true. I mean, he spread a lot of bullshit. Yeah. He spread a lot of bullshit. But that's not the point. That doesn't fucking matter. But who's responsible for that? Well, it doesn't matter. He is. He's responsible for it. But again, it doesn't fucking matter. You you can lie. Like that's that's how American media works. You can lie. You can say you can spread misinformation because it is a free open marketplace of ideas where there's no government oversight. Yeah, but is that how should it work? This is a guy who has, as you mentioned, like millions of Listeners and whatever. You do have a degree in economics, don't you? Yeah, it's debatable. In in a free marketplace, what wins out? What wins out in a free marketplace? The good product or the bad product? It depends. Which one has the least deadweight loss? Well, by definition, the good product has the least deadweight loss over a long timeline. It depends. But whether what a good product or bad product is is dependent on what the demand will eat up. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go back. Let's 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 state this. Is the definition of a good product or bad product best made by a central authority, specifically a government authority? I don't know. Those two concepts are quite against each other by definition. It's anything that would clearly define what should be a market clearing demand or supply should not be dictated anything point by another power. Right. It should be dictated uh, endogenously by the market itself, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. So w- basically saying, you let all of the agents be free within the marketplace, and then the market naturally sorts itself. That's the invisible hand. Which is my point: is that let Joe Rogan say that, you know, the vaccines will make you gay, 
or you know or whatever because okay I would be gay because the dumbasses who listen to Joe Rogan who are a tiny minority 85% of Americans got the vaccine it's actually a tiny tiny minority who you know the, the vast majority of Rogan's listeners have been vaccinated that's not the point it isn't the point that well we have to restrict Rogan because he's going to influence people to not get vaccinated the mm-hmm. point is is that this is being used as a ruse to try to stifle the competition. You have essentially a non-monopoly power trying to create a post facto monopoly through to claw back an audience that they failed to retain because the quality of their content was garbage. And that has nothing to do with COVID. That has to do with that has to do with entertainment. I mean, you look at the best. The best way to explain this is that, like, watch old episodes of the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in the eighties. No, 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 no. But this proves the point. None of that was political. It was very, very comedy focused. And then you compare that to Jimmy Fallon today. Jimmy Fallon is not even trying to be funny. Have you seen the um, the Jimmy Fallon Paris Hilton NFT? I think this will prove my point. Basically, we've gotten to a point where there's been so much capture. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon Paris Hilton. Holy shit, it even autocomplete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is a huge bucket. Just watch the clip. I'll, I'll get you a beer. What do you want? Oh, what do you have? 